You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Not all bands start out the traditional way. For Don Harrison, it was his experience making documentaries for his daughter's travel lacrosse team that unearthed a latent interest in songwriting, which led to a full-blown CD recording project several years later. Don Harrison is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about his songwriting and his family's experience in recording this new CD, Climate Change. Hi, Don. Welcome to the podcast today. Good. Hi, Greg. Uh, thank, thanks so much for uh, for having me. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So I am uh, talking to you where? You're in Maryland? Is that right? I'm in Maryland, uh, technically Severna Park, Maryland, but that's uh, just a little bit uh, north of Annapolis, and um, I'm actually from Annapolis. All right. Awesome. So y- you've had a... Uh, uh, kind of an interesting uh, induction into the music world. You're a, a, a professional financial advisor by trade, is that right? That, that, that's correct, yeah. And and not a lifetime musician? Do I understand that right? Uh, not, not, not a lifetime musician, though I did sort of get started in this relatively early as a, as a teenager and um, uh, then, then, then kind of left it. I was I played, uh, sang in a band uh, uh, when I was, uh, you know, your typical kind of garage band yeah. thing. And <laughs> then, I don't know, for some reason, I think sports and girls, I, I kind of uh, lost interest. And it, um, it never occurred to me that... Um, Girls might be uh, just as interested in a lead singer in a band, or maybe yeah. even more interested than they would be in some guy who's one among thirty with a football helmet. Right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but the uh, the the folly of youth. Right. Well, at least they can identify you without the helmet on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, as a uh, as an adult musician, you had a, a kind of an interesting. A colorful uh, re- reintroduction to the music world, then, right? Well, yeah, my um, my, my my two daughters, who who uh, who are also you know sing on the uh, sing on the album, um, they were both involved in um, you know musical theater in high school and also in um, uh, local uh, stage productions for local theater productions. And you know we've 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 got a little bit. There's a little bit of music genes in the family. Both my uh, my maternal uh, grandfather sang and danced in minstrel shows um they always had an old mandolin and uh, a guitar in the house and i used to kind of pick notes on that but i never really learned how to play mm-hmm. um but uh yeah my, my two daughters sang and and i hadn't sung really since i was a since i was a teenager but um a um a, a good friend of mine um, um steve will has run since uh 1996, a program called Crossover Lacrosse, and it's for girls lacrosse, and and, and basically, um, one it, it's a it's an exchange program with a community near uh, Manchester, England, mm-hmm. where one year we send a team over there to play. These are 14, 15 year old girls typically, and the next year they they send a team over over here, and and the girls stay and with 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 the, the girls they're going to be playing against, and they're here for about two weeks. Well, um, I. I Middle lacrosse coach for years, been very involved. My younger daughter Amy, uh, who sings on the uh, album, uh, uh, she played lacrosse. 
so I started um, making videos after the kids would get home of mm. their of their adventures in England, and you know, one thing kind of led to another, and um, uh, you know I'm, I'm putting obviously putting music to 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 the different sequences in the videos, and I thought one year, you know, I've got all these pictures of the girls and. Uh, goofy crowns at a castle gift shop and trying mm-hmm. on clothes and boutique. Why don't I take that ZZ Top song and um, uh, get a carry of song, Sharp Dress Man, uh, rewrite the lyrics, make it Sharp Dress Girls, get a karaoke version, and have Amy and Jenny sing it and record it and use that for one of the sequences, which which we did. And I have a friend who had, at the time, a recording studio in his basement. Something led to another, and after a couple of years of this, I'd written, I don't know, eight or nine different songs, everything from, uh, you know, Hillbilly Bone to W.S. Walcott Medicine Show to Ballad of John and Yoko, and I, you know, I thought, you know, everybody seems to like I write. They, they obviously only have appeal to the kids and their parents in the in the program. Right. Why don't I start writing music that would have more general appeal? And, um, it, you know, at the time... Uh, like I said, I played bass a little bit when I was a teenager. I had sung in a band, but I, I had very little knowledge. So I, I, I gave myself a uh, crash course in, in music theory. And, um, you know, I was actually amazed at, at how much um, untapped knowledge there was. I mean, you, I've been listening to all kinds of music and absorbing it for my whole life. So it wasn't as difficult as, as, as you thought it might, might be. Mm-hmm. And eventually I got a, I got a keyboard. So that I could sort of left hand my way around, um, you know, the different chords to 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 write the songs, and uh, yeah, that that's a little different um, background than I think uh, uh, most yeah. of the uh, <laughs> most of your interviews would would have. Well, I I don't think uh, many. Uh um, Roots-themed bands would say they got their start as a uh, karaoke version of a ZZ Top song. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's you know that was kind of one of the points of the whole album is there are a number of different musical styles in there. Uh, there's no there's no ZZ Top, but um, but 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 there's a uh, there's a lot of variety. I, I, I've described it a number of times. It's kind of um, it's kind of like Forrest Gump's uh, box of chocolates. You know, you're yeah. never going to get, you never know what you're going to get from one to the one to the next. Well, I saw where you where you um, kind of coined the the phrase "21st century American folk music." How did you how did you settle on that style as the type of music that you guys wanted to create? Yeah, I. Um... People, you know, as, as, as friends would learn what we were doing and, and would ask me, well, you know, Don, um, what kind of music is this? And, you know, the name of the group is Harrison Country, mm-hmm. but it's country in the sense that it's a big country with a lot of different music traditions. Why not use them all? And we've certainly got some songs that would fit right in in Nashville, but that, but that's, that's, not the, um, that's not the whole of the album. But, um, you know, when they would ask me this question, I didn't have a real good answer. I, I'd sort of stumble and bumble and mm-hmm. give these sort of lanes. Well, you know, there's a couple songs that are kind of country, and there's a couple blues, and there's one that's sort of pop, and one that sounds like Carole King, and so forth and so on. And then eventually what I realized about halfway through is that all 12 of the songs are story songs. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of songs that that um, uh, that, that, that I've that I always liked. Um, songs that have characters and dialogue mm-hmm. and places and things in them, um, where you really have a sense of um, entering a different world. 
and I, and I realized that for the most part, um, I was just writing songs about life around me. Um, you know, a blind date, mm-hmm. uh, a boyfriend's obsession with fantasy football. Um, you know, a husband and wife who have very different tastes. Um, you know, uh, uh, girls out on the town looking for Mister Right and they can't find him. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I think it's 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 folk music, not in the sense of. Um, you know, the folk revival music of the 60s and Baez or Bob Dylan or whatever. Um, It doesn't sound, for the most part, at all like that. But it's folk music in a very fundamental sense in that, you know, the sources that those uh, musicians in the 60s drew on were songs like Froggy Went a Court and then John Henry and Scarborough Fair. And the people who had written those songs hundreds of years before you know, they they weren't sitting down and saying, "Oh, I'm going to create folk music." Mm-hmm. They were just telling stories about their world yeah. and, and and their lives using the instruments and the music traditions that were available to them at the time. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, I, I, I and and I, you know, those, those kinds. I, I like story songs. I like songs with with uh, you know with uh, with characters. What what were the influences for you for the flavor of the music that you guys create? Well, you know, for for the flavor, I mean, as we and I, I was very fortunate in that that that, and, and this is really a big part of the album. Um, when I started doing this, I, I have a client who plays bass in a number of local bands, and Josh Chapman, and I, I, I sat down with him. And I said, listen, here's a song I have. Actually, the first song I wrote was the first song on the uh, album, Men in the House. Um, what do you think? And he said, oh, I, you know, I, I kind of like this. It sounds good. But, you know, Don, I'm, I, I, he's a very good musician. I've never actually written a song. Um, I have this other fella who, who, who he played in a band with, Brian Ewald. And let me introduce you to him because mm-hmm. I think it would be more up his alley. And it just so happened Brian lives about two miles away from me. Um, he is one of the most revered and respected musicians in Maryland. He's mm. not only a fabulous guitar player, but he has a great ear, and he, he's an excellent producer. So, you know, that uh, that was really a great deal of luck that I kind of stumbled into. Mm-hmm. And as we started working on these songs and recording, we basically fell into this kind of groove where I'd write the lyrics, melody that goes with the lyrics, most of the chords, you know, have an idea of the tempo, maybe what kind of feel I wanted. I'd sit down with him and we'd go, you know, this story kind of sounds like it, you know, maybe we should have a Motown bass line with this. Mm. Or this is a little more traditional country, so let's do it acoustic with a mandolin. Um, So every song, depending on what the story was, we kind of chose a different feel for it. Um, so, so that, that, that's kind of how, you know, we ended up with, 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 with the sound, um, mm-hmm. you know. When did it become, uh, a, um, a mission to create a record? Was, was that the intent from the beginning or did it just, no, kind of, no, <laughs> no it, it, initially. And I, and I think probably, you know, if you've got a lot of other performers and musicians out there listening to this, um, they, they can sympathize with this. My, my my initial thought when I wrote Men in the House was simply to to sell it to someone else to uh-huh. to, to sing, and I have some uh, second degree contacts in Nashville, and I thought I would um, I would use those. So you know we got the song done, and I started working on this, and what I found was 
some of their secondary contacts, talked a really good game, and nothing materialized. And, um, you know, I also realized that some of the music I was writing, it's not really country top 40 at all. Uh-huh. So I just thought, what the heck, we're, we're doing this. I've, I've got a whole family here. We can all sing. Let's just record the darn thing ourselves. Okay. <laughs> and you did end up actually bringing in a, a, a professional vocalist to participate? Well, right? well yeah, that's, a, that, that, uh, that's also, that was a bit of serendipity that worked out really well. Early on in the process, I mean, I'm I'm sitting down in the evenings, and of course this is after doing a whole lot of talking all day, and working on the songs, and I'm singing a lot. And my voice was really getting hoarse, and I thought, you know, I could use some professional vocal lessons, just breathing and maybe how to get around this and so forth. So I, um, um, I, I, I asked Brian, you know, who locally gives vocal lessons, and he said, well... Um, this fellow Jeremy Ragsdale, who, who incidentally has uh, recently won uh, the X Factor in Romania, believe mm-hmm. it or not. <laughs> and Jeremy's got a great voice. He went to Berkeley School of Music, but uh, he was $200 an hour, and I really didn't need $200 an hour yeah. coaching. <laughs> so he had some other folks in his, his, his studio, and uh, one of them was his niece, Lexi. And um, so I started with her, and sort of one thing led to another, and um, uh, she started working on the harmonies. I mean, we certainly, we've got five voices, so we do a lot of harmony on the songs. And um, eventually she actually sings the lead on the, the title song to the to the album, Climate okay. Change. Okay. So, so, yeah, it was just, you know, one thing led to another, and um, I don't think she was uh, actually involved in the first song, Men in the House, but, you know, she sings um, harmony on uh, on the other 11. How did you come about the name for the record, uh, Climate Change? Well, it's just the name from one of the songs, and it 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 and it, it is it it has nothing to do with global warming. It's mm-hmm. a, it's really a play on climate change, and it's a uh, fishing, hunting, and cheating song. Okay. So um, you know we'll 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 leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How long did the process uh, take for you from? realizing hey we've got more than three songs here let's let's start working on a record to having the finished product it it took a couple of years okay um and and we're working on another one now so hopefully that'll 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 be a little quicker all the uh all the songs are are, are, are written but you know i mean i obviously I, we all have full-time jobs um brian is a full-time musician um you know he, he does a lot of session work he plays in three or four different bands so um um you know this this, this was a sidelight for all of us are, are you guys going out as Harrison Country and playing places? We, we, we have done one small performance for a local, uh, for the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition um, back in October at their uh, their local, um, you know, fundraiser run walk. Um, you know, kind of the issue at the moment for performing is we've got five singers, Um None of the five singers play instruments, so mm, you have to have yeah, a band. Yeah. And, you know, from the standpoint, you know, if you're a guy playing a guitar and you've written songs, you can get a gig in a local bar. The economics just don't work very well for smaller gigs. Right. And, you know, I would never ask, you know, the, the guys that we use to, to play on the record, obviously, to come out and do it for free. They're uh-huh. all professionals, and uh-huh. this is their livelihood. So it's, so at the moment, yeah, we may do some smaller things like that, but, um, you know, for the moment, that's, it's, it's recorded music. Do you, what um, because you're not playing out live? What where do you find your audience for the music? 
to, to um, expose you know, them to what you're doing. Yeah, to, to expose them. I mean, we've we've used um, you know, we've used Facebook. I mean, I have a blog on our um, on our website. I've got a fairly extensive um, um, you know mailing list. So so you know, kind of word of mouth, and and actually, our our, our most enthusiastic fans have been um, musicians and writers, hmm. um, columnists, novelists. Um, you know, my. My, I, I didn't mention this, but part of my background too was fiction writing. Um, uh, that okay. was, I, I was an English major in college and um, studied under uh, Peter Taylor, who um, I think Peter won the National Book Award, Pulitzer Prize at one point in time mm-hmm. for, for um, short story writing. But um, um, so you know, it's it, 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 that really didn't surprise me. I mean, I've joked that everybody in the world was a musician and a, and a, and a writer. This this thing would already be triple platinum. But, uh, <laughs> Do you, what's the what's the intention or the goal? What what does the future hold for Harrison Country? Do you have you thought that far? Well, I like I said, we're we're working on a uh, on another album right now, tentatively titled uh, "Keeper of the Past," and um, it, you know, it's I'm, I'm going to have I think a similar uh, approach. The, the, you know, the, the the songs will 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 all be you know in different styles, except I think there'll probably be a little more emphasis emphasis on. Um, maybe some traditional, more Americana um, acoustic songs um, mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. just based on the title. And, and four of the five are, the, are, are songs uh, about incidents that happened in the past, some of them drawn from, from my own family. I mean, I've been doing a lot of genealogical research for the last mm, few uh, okay. last few years. Uh, and we had a little bit of that on, on, on climate change. Um, actually, the last song I wrote on that is, is Shadow Games, which has some has some family history in it, so that this new album will sort of uh, take off uh, uh, where that or take up where that one left off. Are you involved in the same folks with with the new? Yes, project? yes, ab- ab- absolutely. Um, we may bring in a few other players because we'll probably use some some different instruments. Um, but uh, no, it's it's going to be all the uh, all the same folks. Uh, you know, my wife Karen, daughters Amy and Jenny, Lexi and Brian, and uh, his son Aiden, and uh, uh, you know some other some other good local musicians. Did you, did you guys use a professional studio or was a home recording? We actually, Brian has a studio in his basement. Okay. So, so we, uh, so we, so we, uh, yeah, we use that. It, which it certainly made it nice and convenient. Yeah. Well, and and not making an assumption, but it sounds like it's kind of a family hobby as much as, uh, you know, a, an, an intent to create a professional band. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I think the um, um, certainly I think the output. I mean, I think most people would agree is very professional. Sure. But sure. certainly, um, you know, that's. That's the way it started. Oh, let's just give this a shot. Yeah. And if I, you know, and and then one thing led to another, and um, you know, we started doing the songs, and I thought, no, oh, these are these are really pretty good. And and Brian is certainly immensely talented. So, um, um, you know, a lot of the songs bear, uh, you know, bear his imprint. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that's a neat story, Don. I appreciate the, getting the chance to to hear it and have you tell it to me. If folks want to. Listen to the the record climate change, or get in touch with you guys, or are intrigued by the story and kind of want to follow along. Tell tell us how you can, uh, how they can find you and and keep in touch. 
Yeah, you can. Um, our website is um, harrisoncountry.com. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, the, the physical CD is available for sale on that. But, you know, we're on all the typical platforms, Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes and Amazon. So however uh, however you like to listen to things, you, you can find us on, uh, you know, many, uh, many different platforms. That's great. Thanks, Don. Thank you. I, re- I, re- I really appreciate it. Let's listen to one of the tracks from their CD, Climate Change. This track is called When the Geese Fly. Son, I know I can't speak, but I need you to hear me. Read in my eyes what's left on my mind. When I leave this earth soon, I want to see us together. Out on the bay, an early spring day, and high overhead, the geese they'll be calling, the geese they'll be forming, heading north again. So remember me when the geese fly, remember me when that magic bee's flowing. I'll be there when the good times are rolling Forget all the heartache, forget it for your sake Forget our love's my way When the geese fly Son, I know it's not easy, but I need you to leave it. Forget all those nights, the blue flashing lights. You've got every right to hate me, be bitter. It won't stop the pain, you'll lock it in place. Look, as the sun rises, the geese they are calling, the geese they are forming. Let them your mind So remember me when the geese fly Remember us and those fish busting water I'll be there when the geese fly I'll be there a hand on your shoulder Remember you steer first time at the wheel When the geese fly, remember us and those fish busting water. I'll 
shoulder Remembering the steer First time at the wheel Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.